Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of John, chapter 12. Verse 9 of our text going on, John, it says, A large crowd, therefore, of the Jews learned that he was there, and they came. Not for Jesus' sake only, but that they might see Lazarus also, who he also raised from the dead. But the chief priest conspired to put Lazarus to death also, because on account of him, many of the Jews went away and believed in Jesus. You know, curiosity has always been one of man's greatest motivators, for both good or bad. Some folks came around to see what all this hubbub was about this man, Jesus, and but also to check out the stories of this guy, Lazarus, who people said was dead, but now is alive again. You know, lots of people today still come around looking for virtually the same things. They've heard about you, how you once were a drunk or a druggie or an adulterer or a criminal. See, to them you were dead. But now they hear you're back from the dead and living large. So, of course, they come around and meet this Jesus character and see if there's any truth to it at all. The chief priests this time, however, were looking for two of them for, well, a different reason. They were looking to squash this whole Christian rebellion, and so they were looking for Jesus and they were looking for Lazarus. You see, they threatened their way of life. They they had no control over any of it, and and that made these uh, chief priests nervous, and really more nervous than anything else. But it wasn't just Jesus. No, this Lazarus, he was going to have to go too. Because this Lazarus now was a constant testimony of the power of Christ. And for that, they would persecute him too. You know, for the record, that's why some folks come to you today. Because you remind them of the power of Jesus. And if he is a reality, then, well, they have some real explaining to do. So you and I are then persecuted for his namesake, John 15, 21. However, I doubt if these people had any effect upon either Jesus or Lazarus. <laughs> they both no doubt thought, what are you going to do? Kill me? And Lazarus probably thought, been there, done that. Besides, he had already seen the other side, and that was no doubt making him a fearless man. In the early days of the church, six million Christians were killed in an effort to stamp out Christianity. But the more Christians that were killed, the stronger the church became. You know, it's always been that way in the old Soviet bloc, in China, in India. Man cannot stomp, stamp out Christianity. We're here to stay. No, Satan's methodology, it seems today, is much more insidious. His way today is to let us remain, but, you know, to water down that faith until effectively we're powerless. We're warned by Paul in 2 Timothy 3.5 about a people, quote, holding a form of godliness but having denied its power, end quote. 
Satan is slowly picking away at the core foundational beliefs of the church and the authenticity of scripture, the living word. In such, it is clear that he's attempting to render the church passive, ineffective, helpless. Paul says in a warning in 2 Thessalonians 2.15, quote, So then, brothers, stand firm and hold the traditions which you have been taught us, whether by word or by letter. For some of us, there is, as it was for Peter, nowhere else to go. For we have sat at the feet of our king, and, well, the sacrifice has already been made. Verse 12. On the next day, a great multitude had come to the feast. When they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, they took up branches of the palm trees and went out to meet him and cried, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. The scene in verse 12 opens up on this great throng of people who had gathered for the feast. The feast that would now cultivate in just a few days' time. According to the book of Exodus, this would be the time in which each family would choose a lamb that would be sacrificed for the covering of their sins for yet another year. Each family would go through this process, each bringing a lamb to the high priest for inspection. The priest would, over the next few days, inspect and observe each lamb to be sure it was flawless in color and form. Furthermore, that the lamb was not sick. So, as all of these lambs were in Jerusalem, thousands of them in all, all waiting to cover their owner's sin, the pure and the unblemished Lamb of God was also entering Jerusalem, but with the full intent of not just covering man's guilt and sin, but erasing it. Once and for all, for all of mankind, for all time. The people, they laid before him giant palm trees, uh, leaves, excuse me, and the palm tree uh, long being the representation of victory, of triumph. The, the people, they cried out, Hosanna. That word means it's, or literally means, um, as close as I can say it in English, Save us, I beg you. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. To learn more about Tim Dodson or Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com.